Welcome to Rachel Talks Technique, the show where we dig into the Ballet B Fit method. Rachel Talks Technique brings you learnings, techniques, and experiences from special guests. Our passion is to help you pursue yours. Here's your host, Rachel Withers. Hi, guys, and welcome to Ballet B Fit live stream, and welcome to my monthly new series, Rachel Talks Technique. And this is episode one the basics, where we'll dive into the various topics surrounding the Bally Befit technique. I'm Rachel Withers. I'm the founder and CEO of Bally Befit, and thanks so much for joining us today. This new live stream series will dig into technique, both from my own learning experiences, and I'll also share experiences from my special guests too. So thanks so much for being here. At BallyBeFit, it's our passion to help you pursue yours. It's our mission to help ladies and gentlemen turn their passion for ballet and fitness into a profitable business. And it's our passion to build a BallyBeFit family who want to add value to people's lives and make a difference, make a real contribution. So what I'd love you to do now, guys, it would be great if you would say hello in the chat box and just really let me know why you've chosen to join us tonight and tell me what you love about ballet, dance and fitness and please like and share this live stream. So say hi in the chat box, that would be absolutely great. Hi there Anna, hi Martina, it's great to have you uh, with us and I've got the team here tonight with me so they're going to be helping uh, answer any questions that you have throughout this live stream. So um, just keep uh, as we go through popping in any questions that you have and we'll get through them and answer them. So it's great to have you guys joining us. Okay, right. For those of you who that are joining us for the first time and don't actually know me or Bally Befit, I'm going to share with you a little bit about myself and about Ballet Befit. I'm a former dancer and dance teacher who left the dance world actually back in 1998 um, to start a family. And it was back in 2007 when I realized I was out of shape. I was lethargic and I really wasn't caring for myself. I'd actually ignored the aspect of self-care and self-love and I was completely running on empty. And actually I did not value um, my purpose. And I really felt at that time that I needed to be more effective as a human being. And I wanted my children to see the importance of looking after yourself. I really didn't want them to see me as the overweight and unfit mum that I was. So I decided to do something about it. So what I did was I joined a gym. And after nine months of hard work, I finally achieved my desired fitness. And then the gym owner, knowing my background, asked if I'd consider taking a fitness class based on the ballet technique. This really was the beginning of ballet befit. And I ran this class for over a year and it proved very popular. And I added on additional classes in other venues. And it was towards the end of um, about 2011 that I started helping other ladies start up their own ballet-based fitness classes and build their own business. And it was in 2016 that Ballet Fit was truly born. The business grew from there and for over the last five years, I've been helping women through my training courses become confident Bally Befit instructors who understand class structure, choreography and class planning, along with the health and safety aspects. Our instructors have the confidence and self-belief to build their businesses and achieve their own personal goals. Hi there, Pippa, good to have you join us too. Hello, hi everybody, that's great. Okay, right, so 
I was just saying that I'd left the dance world and I came back and I started my own fitness classes. This turned into uh, Ballet Be Fit. I started helping other people teach their own. And that was really how Ballet Be Fit was born. Okay, right. So let's get started with talking technique and the basics. We're going to be talking tonight about the ballet technique and the Ballet Be Fit method and how we train our instructors to deliver our ballet inspired classes. We'll be going over the basics and we will touch upon what benefits the classes have and provide both physically and mentally. What I'd love you to do guys is just really keep saying hello in that chat box and tell me what has brought you here. What do you love about ballet and fitness are you looking to start your own classes or are you already teaching and i'd appreciate it if you'd like and share this broadcast too okay thanks so i can just say here pippa you're not yet an instructor but you're joining very soon that's really great to hear i'm excited that you're going to be doing that hi clara it's good to be have you here on as well and um yeah it's good, Pippa, and we'll really look forward to welcoming you as part of the Ballyby Fit team and the Ballyby Fit family. Okay, so let me just start from the top again. I'm Rachel Withers and I'm from Ballyby Fit. And what's happening right now is we're on Ballyby Fit's live stream series, Rachel Talks Technique, and it's episode one, The Basics. What I'm doing today is I'm going to be giving you guys a glimpse into the basics of the Ballyby Fit method and how this can have such a positive impact on people's lives. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great live stream. We're going to be talking technique and finding out firsthand from Matea, one of our instructors, the benefits of the Ballet Befit has had on his clients. And I'll also be introducing Sarah, who is one of our mentors and supports our instructors through their training. Please share, as I say, and this live stream, and don't forget to say hello. I really love to see who's come on and is joining us tonight. So thanks again for joining us today. Hi, Alison. It's great to see you on here too. Um, hope all's going well, Alison. Really good to have you here. Okay, right. So let's get going. So I'm going to go straight into technique. So I'm going to share my screen, and guys, if at any time you can't see me or hear me or see my screen, then please let me know in the chat box. Okay, right. I'm going to now share my screen. Okay, I hope, can you all see that? All right. Yeah. Can you just pop yes if you can see the screen in the chat box? That would be great. Thanks. Okay, right. So I'm now going to be talking about the Ballet Befit method. Right. Let me explain what the Ballet Befit method is. Well, it's a fitness method which is based on the ballet technique. It's a unique combination of specific exercises which make up the Ballet Be Fit fitness routines. And they are designed to help and build a well-balanced responsive and graceful body. The routines improve cardi cardiovascular fitness, muscular strength, muscular endurance, and also flexibility. The fitness routines are designed to also improve mental fitness and work on improved motor fitness, such as balance, coordination, agility, and speed. The technique is about developing strength and control through extension with the emphasis on movement with most certainly proper posture and alignment. So we have an efficient body mechanics, meaning the legs, hips, waist, back, arms become stronger longer and leaner so clients are able to carry themselves with greater ease and poise. The technique not only changes how the body looks but it also transforms the way it moves. 
Okay, so I'm going to move on to the next slide. And this is really to share with you the main aspects, the five main aspects of the Bally Befit method. And the first one is, as you can see here, and I hope you can, is grace and poise. The exercises will show your clients how to carry themselves with elegance, beautiful deportment, and whilst developing self-confidence. They'll have improved posture and they'll walk tall. And then we have the tone and strength. And the exercises will target muscle groups to build a strong and lean body. A dancer's strength, you see, all extends from a strong center and the technique really does build from this. And we also have um, flexibility. And the exercises improve range of motion in the muscles and joints, which really aids proper alignment of the bones. We focus on the flexibility exercises in the cool down when the muscles and lig ligaments are warm. And we also have body control. The method works on balance, speed, power, reaction time, agility, coordination and fluidity of the movements. And I really think this is a really important one. It's vitality. The exercises promote a, a positive approach to life and mental well-being. I'm going to touch on this further as we uh, sort of talk a little bit more about Ballet Befit on a kind of complete holistic approach, which is really very important to Ballet and the whole approach to health and well-being. And as I'm sure you're all fully aware, that exercise and mental health go hand in hand. It was once said that exercise not only has power over the body, but it also has power over the mind as well. Everyday life can cause tremendous stress on the body and one positive way to combat stress is through exercise. Exercise can help reduce stress as a, in you know many diff different ways but from a physical activity point of view it helps to bump up the production of your brain's feel-good uh, neurotransmitters called endorphins. And another way exercise can help reduce is it reduces stress. It allows you to focus on the body and rather than your problems. You see, the Bally Befit method really allows clients to focus their minds to improve concentration and mindfulness and allows them to tap into their inner feelings and emotions to help develop self-confidence. This method works by really enabling participants to think about very tiny areas of their body, of their body while at the same time maintaining balance, poise and flowing through the movements. The class is really designed to sharpen concentration and focuses on enjoying being in the moment and the movement. The exercises develop muscle memory and encourage the mind to remember the steps. When the mind-body connection is successfully strengthened, it leads to the highest level of change, growth and healing possible. The Ballybefit exercises aid your clients to shed daily tensions through movement, which can help your clients to remain calm and clear. The body responds to the way you think and feel and act. Okay, so what I'm going to do now is really go into posture. And posture is the foundation to the Bally Befit technique. You see, when we address posture, we tend to refer to the ideal posture. But good posture for one person is not necessarily ideal for another. This is because we all have a different anatomy with different shapes. So let me talk about what the ideal posture is. When looking from the side, when we're looking from the side, um, we should think of a plumb line tr 
traveling through the earlobe, through the bodies of the cervical vertebrae and through the shoulder joint and then midway through the trunk and through the bodies of the lumbar vertebrae through to the hip bone and slightly um, in front of the knee, which this actually doesn't quite have on here, but it should be slightly in front of the knee. And then it goes to the in front of the ankle bone. And this is really what we should be thinking about when we're trying to have the ideal posture. What posture does is it really does improve spine health. And sitting and standing with proper alignment improves blood flow, it helps keep your nerves and blood vessels healthy and supports your muscles, ligaments and tendons. And people who have a habit of using correct posture are less likely to experience related back and neck pain. Good posture keeps the body parts in their rightful positions and with minimal stress. I'm going to share with you a great exercise for posture, but before I do, I'd like you to um, go into further detail and discuss alignment. And if you have any questions on posture, I'd love to hear them. So please put them in the chat box and put, um, you know, what does incorrect posture, how does that impact you or your clients? Do your clients struggle with mobility? flexibility, movement. And like for me, for example, I find when I'm over the computer all day, I can really feel a difficulty in actually kind of engaging um, my back. I, I become rounded and I find it difficult to actually fully engage my shoulders. And that's something that I really have to think about when I'm sitting, that I'm still thinking about correct posture. So put in the chat box, you know, if you've got, find any difficulties with posture, have any questions that you need to ask myself and the team, and we'll make sure that we get through them. Okay, so let's uh, move on. So I'm now going to talk about alignment and look at this closer. So alignment is the placement of the joints in and anatomically correct positions. Correct alignment makes movement more efficient and it actually reduces the risk of injury. Body alignment consistently joins together the head, torso, arms, legs into an organized whole while moving through space or holding a pose. An advice from experts in anatomy, fitness and dance suggest that the most efficient alignments are those where the body is balancing on the bones um, like uh, building blocks. If one block is out of alignment, it will affect everything above or below. Other body parts will compensate, which may eventually cause injuries. All major joints, toes, ankles, knees, hips and wrists, elbows, shoulders and spine will be affected by improper body alignment. Other body parts will compensate, which may eventually cause injuries. All major joints really do need to be in the correct and proper alignment. And what I want to share with you here is the pelvis is the link between the lower limbs the legs and the feet and the torso. And proper or neutral pelvic alignment enables effective muscle use and efficient movement execution, including the external rotation from the hip joint referred to, turn, to, referred to as turnout when we do the ballet technique or the ballet befit technique. The movements in the ballet befit method are from the center of the body and the pelvis is the base of this center. The pelvis is aligned correctly when the top front corners of the pelvis uh, or the front of the hip bones are all in 
alignment here. And as you can see here, it's in complete uh, alignment. And what we uh, want to really be doing is thinking of having this neutral position. And what can happen is that the pelvis can tilt. And when this tilts, it can be called the anterior tilt. And this is sometimes known as arching the lower back. And as you can see in this diagram here, we have an arch in the lower back. And anterior tilting causes unnecessary stress to the lumbar spine. And it actually can shorten the muscles that cross the front of the hips. And it also means that the abdominal muscles slacken off and the inner thighs cannot activate efficiently. And also what we have here, as you can see, is the posterior tilt. And this is when the pelvis is tilting the other way. And posterior tilting makes it really quite hard to move freely. So engaging the abdominal muscles can prevent um, this from happening. So what we really need to be thinking about is both posture and alignment and these are dynamic and as an instructor you really want to work with your clients so that they are able to understand and make adjustments and pay attention to their posture and alignment which we call postural alignment postural alignment for maximum efficiency whatever the position and I'm going to go on to this, is whatever the position of the legs, we need to be thinking that the knees should be over the toes. So if you can see here in this diagram, we really can see that the knees, and this is in the plie positions, are aligned over the toes. And this really should happen when the legs are also not in a symmetrical position such as the lunge and having a, a good alignment at the feet and this is really important can improve movement efficiency in the hips the knees and the ankles as well okay so let me talk as well about the alignment or, or misalignment actually of the feet so Having a good alignment of the feet actually does increase movement efficiency, as I've said, in the hips, the knees and the ankles. And there's two common misalignments at the feet. And one of them is what we call in the dance world as rolling in pronation. And the other one is supination or the sickling of the foot. And when we walk, run or jump, some amount of pronation or supination is, is actually naturally supposed to occur for shock absorption and efficient movement. However, too much movement in either direction can produce stresses which could result in injury to the foot, ankle and knee. And what I'd like you to really think about is how we actually really have our weight bearing. Um, and this can play a really important part in how we actually um, hold the position of the feet. And what should happen is that the weight should be considered and correct when it is divided evenly over the three main weight bearing points, which are on the plantar or the sole surface of each foot. And I'll jump onto a diagram in a minute, but one third should be really the weight on the heel and two other thirds, um, the two thirds are on the ball of the foot. And what I tend to find is that clients, when they start to do their plies, um, they tend to do the, the, the rolling in. And when we then start to go on to risers, they tend to start to do the, the sickling. So I've got a couple of exercises that I work with our clients to really help combat this. And um, if you've got any exercises that you've got that uh, you use to help your clients, please share them in the chat box too. That would be great. So what I'm going to do here is move on to what we call the short foot exercise. 
So the short foot exercise is really when um, it's really good because, again, this is really going to help the connection with the weight and the position of the foot. So if you're ready, this is what you can do to start when you start doing the short footing, the exercise. So first of all, what you need to do is you need to stand on one foot and you need to evenly distribute the body weight over the planter or the sole uh, of the uh, surface of the foot. Then what you need to do is you need to spread the digits and make sure all the toes are actually in touch with the ground. Now, you need to focus on the big toe. And what you need to do is you need to press the tip into the ground and watch the arch of that foot increase as the ball of the foot lifts off the ground. If the other digits are curling under, what you need to do is you need to try to straighten them to re-engage uh, those digits. And what you should do is you should uh, do this short foot exercise for about 10 seconds and then repeat five times. Ideally, you could do this at the, the beginning of class when you're um, going through and discussing the posture. So I really like to do that when I'm doing the posture exercise, which is I work with really standing with the feet apart and I get uh, the clients to think about uh, having their shoulders down and then I start to ask them to have slightly bent knees and then I think about and, and tell them to tilt the pelvis so we're tilting it forwards so that we're actually getting the arch of the back. Then I ask them to put it into the neutral position and then I ask them to tilt it the other way so that they're tucking under. And then that way, they really get to understand how we're moving from tilting one way to the other way and being in the neutral position. Then when I start to introduce this short foot exercise and we can when they we usually then go to the bar to do this if we're going to do it on the one foot. You can do it on both feet as well. It really starts to help them think about where their weight is distributed. So that's a really good exercise to do at the beginning of class. And it really does help with um, your clients thinking about um, alignment and their posture. And it sets them up perfectly for the beginning of the class. Right. OK. And then what you can do with that, um, I've just thought, is which is really good. I like to then put the short foot exercise into my plies or into my squats so that we're actually thinking about that as we press out of a squat or a plie. And that's a really good thing to keep that um weight balance throughout your classes. So that's something that I'd like you know you to take away with you really is the, the posture exercise where it's the tilting of the pelvis and then thinking about the short foot exercise. Now, so we really focused on the, the rolling in element of the foot, but let's just talk about when your clients sickle. So clients tend to sickle uh, quite often when they are doing their risers. So what we need to do is really think about how we're going to um, keep the feet in the correct alignment when we're doing risers. So what I tend to do first of all with clients is I either ask them to sit on a chair or I ask them to sit on the floor. That way, they're not having to think about their balance or anything like that when we're doing uh, really focusing on the foot placement. And what I'm going to just do here is just really show you, and if I can slide this slowly across, and I'm just looking at another screen as I do this, I'm just going to press play on this video. And if you can see, and let me just try and slow it down for you, if you can see, we're rising up slowly and these lines, and I hope you can see them, uh, should be indicating that the ankle alignment is perfectly in line and we've got no um, 
sickling, no going out at all uh, with the foot alignment. So it's really important, and I'll just take that back. It's really important to ask your clients to take their risers and for you to do them really slowly with the clients so that you can really make sure, and I'm just uh, trying to make this work, really make sure that they're rising up slowly and then they're the lowering down slowly. And they're keeping that position there as they go. So up and then rising, rising up and then lowering back down. So that's really what you need to think about when your client is doing uh, rises. And as I say, you can ask them to sit on a chair and they can do that same movement and they're not having to consider there uh, about where their weight is. Because Quite often what can happen when clients start to do risers is that they actually have a lot of weight on the heel. So they also bend their knees to get up into the rise and then the feet sickle out and then they bring, uh, then they eventually bring their ankles together. So what we need to do is also make sure that they uh, move forward onto the balls of the feet before they do the risers. So another thing that you can do is just ask your client to just transfer the weight without taking the heels off the ground, transfer the weight slightly forward, keeping the postural alignment and then take it back onto the heels. And that way they get that feeling of the transfer of weight before they rise up. Um, and that really does help to make sure that they're doing the risers correctly. And what I also do is I quite often use a TheraBand or a resistance band when we're sat on the floor to really think about the ankles and the positions of the feet. Okay, so I've now spoken about uh, the posture and I've spoken about where the knees are, that the knees should always be over the toes so that we get no twisting. And we also should be thinking about how the feet and the position of the feet. Okay, so um, what I'm going to do now is really show you um, the plie. So if we look at this short video of the plie, what you can see here is that we have a gentle first position. So here is a nice gentle first position. And we have the alignment of the knees, which are going over the toes. You can see that actually to the front as well, that the pelvis is straight. So we've not got any alignment going one way or another. The hips are completely level. And if we turned to the side, we would also see that uh, we're in a nice neutral uh, alignment. So there is no arching of the back or no tucking under. And also what we need to be thinking here as well is to be thinking about the shoulders are down. And again, these shoulders need to be even and level here so that quite often when we introduce the bar to a client, we can find that they hang on to it for dear life as support. And um, that isn't the case. It really should be that it is just there as a gentle support rather than clinging on and helping you to get get. Uh, you know, balance. You need to find your own balance. So as I say, the shoulders should be down and level. And um, we also need to think about a breadth across the chest and at the back as well. So a nice, so we're actually thinking of expanding the chest and expanding the back. Okay, so let me just play this and I'll try and play it slowly so that you can actually see the alignment here. Okay, so here we go. So the plie, as we go down, we're going down. The knees are remaining in line over the toes. And then we're coming back up. And then we're going down again. The knees are remaining over the toes. And quite often what can happen is that clients really do, when they start the plies, um, I'll just slow that down, when they start the plies, they do tend to stick their bottoms out. So you really need to help them think about engaging and keeping their bottoms down, but not tucking under. So we keep going, that's the knees are over the toes, and then we come back up and we go back down the knees are over and each time this beautiful dancer is uh, coming back up and here we go. 
So that's really the plie. Okay, so it really is thinking about the alignment. If you've got any questions, as I say, keep popping them in the chat box and we will um, answer any questions that you may have. Okay, so let me just go on to really how the technique works. And really the technique works with um, muscle contractions. And there's three types of muscle contractions. And what I'm going to talk about here um, really is the concentric, the eccentric, and the isometric muscle contractions. These movements really um, are great for fitness and they really uh, do help strengthen and build muscle mass but also they work on lengthening the muscles at the same time and that's really important that while we're building muscle mass we also think about flexibility and lengthening so let me explain what these contractions are so the con concentric contraction this is where the muscles shorten under load or tension um, and for example when uh, the quadricep muscles, and those are in the thigh, uh, when we are going uh, and doing the upward uh, phrase of the plie, these, these thigh muscles are going to shorten. And that is when uh, we're overcoming uh, gravity as well. And that's actually called a concentric phrase. So the concentric muscle contraction is when the muscle shortens under load or tension. So that is when you actually are going um, in the upward uh, movement. Then if we look at the eccentric contraction, this refers to a contraction where the muscle lengthens under load or tension. So for example, in the plie exercise, the quadricep muscles will contract eccentrically. They will lengthen. And this is in the downward phase of the movement. And then we have isometric contraction and this is when muscles don't actually need to move i.e shorten or lengthen at all um so an isometric contraction refers to any contraction of muscles where there is little or no movement occurring and if say during the plie um you were going to hold say um in the halfway position halfway up or down that would be um the muscles working isometrically um as and so the muscles are contracting isometrically and this would the muscles are still under a load or a tension, but there's no movement occurring. And many muscles actually contract isometrically in order to stabilize and protect active joints during movement. So, for example, when the quadricep muscles are contracting concentrically during the upward phase of a plie and eccentrically during the downward phase, many of the deeper muscles of the hip contract isometrically to stabilize the hip joint during the movement. And really, these are the key uh, muscle contractions that are underpinning, underlying all the building of the muscle mass and also the flexibility of the muscles in the Bally Befit method. So really what I've done now is kind of giving you a uh, overview of the very foundations, the basics of the Bally Befit technique. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to um, stop sharing my screen and I'm actually going to um, just bear with me while I just uh, try and use my mouse from one screen to another. Um, Thanks, Polly. I'm glad you really found it um, found it useful. That's uh, that's really nice to know that um, you're enjoying this and you're finding it use really useful. Right. So I'm going to remove uh, my screen. Okay. So I hope I'm actually back now, and I hope you can uh, see me. Okay. And what I'm going to do now is I am going to really um, introduce um, Matea. As I say, he's one of our instructors and Sarah, who is one of um, our mentors and trainers for the instructors, because uh, I wanted really for you to hear firsthand 
the benefits that Matea's clients have, have really seen uh, in terms of doing the Ballyby Fit classes and also actually to hear about um, Mate's journey with us as a Ballyby Fit instructor and what I wanted to do was really ask Sarah to um, join as well so she can sort of give you a, a really good overview as to how we deliver our training. Okay so I'm going to just invite Matea and Sarah into the uh, live stream. Okay so hi Matea, hi Hello, Sarah, everyone. I hope you can Hi. Hear Hello, hello. It's exciting. Good to have you <laughs> on. I'm very pleased with my technical um, abilities here that you you got here straight away. I'm very impressed with myself. If I have to, if I have to say so. Okay, right. So, Matea, we really have been um, talking about the Ballyby Fit um, technique and. What I'd really want to sort of ask you is perhaps you could sort of share some stories um, about your clients and the improvements that you've seen in your clients since they've been starting your classes. And obviously, you've been having to do your classes virtually as well. So um, it would really be great to just hear some of your clients' experiences. Okay. Yeah, sure. Thank you very much for inviting me and welcome all. So uh, I would like to share two um, stories which are actually different. One is from a former ballet student, which is one of my clients. And she came back to ballet like after a while. And she said that, first of all, she feels again like a ballerina, like she, she used oh. to when she was a, like a young uh, student. And also she told me that my classes have boosted her life and have boost her mentally and physically as well so it's not just about, about you know going back to ballet by itself but it's about yeah. feeling very good about itself and so it, it's very nice and another one the other story is regarding a friend of mine she joined me um just to support me really for my very first class and since, since then she never stopped following my classes uh, because she told me that like her brain uh, managed to disconnect from the outside world so right. all the problems are outside the class for that hour and also um, after my class she feels more uh, focused on what she has to do during her day so uh, doing ballet bc actually is helping her like living a better life in terms of posture in terms of uh, uh, concentration and everything really so um Ballet Buffet is not just about technique and of course we go through the technique and yeah. we uh, we manage to uh, adjust the body of our clients but uh, the, what I like the most is the fact that people really um, feel good after a Ballet Buffet class uh, mentally and physically of course as well. Uh, we've just got um, uh, Matea. Uh, Martina is just saying that um, her posture is really improving thanks to her classes and teachings with you. So that's absolutely fan uh, fantastic. Thank you, Martina, for sharing that uh, with us. And Anna as well. Um, absolute amazing praise here, Matea. Um, yeah. Um, Anna's saying you're fantastic, your classes are interesting and you explain everything so clearly with every exercise that you do. So thank you for sharing that um, with you. That's really lovely, lovely to hear. Yeah. I've, I, the reason I, you know, have really enjoyed when I'm taking classes and obviously I'm going to say this, it's probably be fit, you know, I like the fact that I can really escape. I can escape in the music. I'm focused on, I'm focused on my correct posture and I'm focused on my movement. And it just means I can just, Stop thinking about what the kids have been asking me for, I don't know how long, you know, all day. And really just think, I'm listening to nice music and I'm really just focusing on me. And I've got my me time. And I feel when I leave the class, so much more invigorated and focused. So, yeah, I'm glad that your clients are really experiencing um, that too. And can I ask you, how are you finding delivering these uh, virtual classes at the moment? How are you actually finding it, Matteo? So it is very, very hard because you cannot really touch their body. And so you cannot correct them and you have to look through a camera to try to, to do your best. 
But um, what I really love is the challenge. So I'm actually enjoying it, to be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and also this gives me the opportunity to connect people from all, all around the world. I've, I've got one class one day and I had Italian people, British people, one lady from Australia and one lady from India. So it was like, wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is very good. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and you're handling the tech all right, and you're managing that fine and um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can't complain <laughs> so well, far. Uh, okay. And um, can I ask you, what do you love the most about teaching the Ballet Fit classes? What is it that you love the most? So, um, I just, I'm a ballet, um, a ballet, former ballet student. So, I know that ballet is very strict and it's, it's not for everybody. No. What I like the most about Bali Bifit is the fact that everybody can join. Uh, you read about Martina and Anna. They've never done ballet before in their lives, and they are actually enjoying it. So uh, it's very accessible for everyone. And, yeah, it just allows people of any size and backgrounds and abilities to, to just have fun, stay fit, and feel better. So it's the accessibility of, of the class and that you don't have, have to have had any dance experience whatsoever. And that's, you know, that's, I really wanted it to be for real women to come in and, and gentlemen to come in and really enjoy the movement and, and that experience. So it's really good that, uh, that you're finding that and you've been able to deliver that with, with the classes that you have. And what I'm going to just ask you in three words, how would you describe your classes? So first of all, fun. Yeah. Uh, then accessible, as I said before, and of course effective because at the end of the day, the body feels good, the mind feels good, so it's effective. Okay, I I really like those answers. That that's really good. And kind of just tell me a little bit about your background, so everybody kind of can know how you got into Ballaby Fit and uh, what attracted you to Ballaby Fit as well. Yeah, so I studied for so many years since I was young um, ballet. Uh, I actually studied, uh, it's like a high school for dancers we've got in Italy. But since I moved here two years ago in the UK, I just stopped doing ballet because to be honest, they they stress me too much and they they push me away from dance, from ballet, yeah. Yeah. which was the, the thing I loved the most. So I said, okay, no more ballet anymore in my life. And during this quarantine, I saw uh, advertisements online and I was, I was like, wow, this is very great. And I tried and here I am. <laughs> I mean, it's really not because of, because we are talking about Ballet Befit, but it's the best thing that ever happened to my life in terms of ballet life, because it gives me again, uh, the possibility to express myself and also to, um, to fulfill my dream really so yeah uh that, that actually really kind of um, chokes me up uh Matteo, because for me the whole thing is i you know i left the dance world i started a family but i'd got actually got quite disillusioned with it all and i had you know my own uh issues with with the dance world and not only was it my inspiration to um be an inspiration to my children I was determined to make dance in a form accessible to people so that they could enjoy it as a form and and get fit at the same time so to hear that um after how many years I've been doing ballet be fit um really means an awful lot to me so thank you ever so um much for that that's really you know it's very special is that thank um, you for this yeah oh, thank you so sarah um you've obviously been supporting the tail through his training and you've supported now you've been with me uh quite a while and uh, yeah, um, you've supported hundreds of instructors through the training what's uh, one of the most enjoyable um parts of your role um i think really the most enjoyable is getting to meet everyone like Mattia um I mean there's people up and down the country and in other countries in fact um they all sort of come from different backgrounds different training different experiences the current situations are often quite different um 
but they've all got a similar interest and it's nice to meet them all, get to know them all and start working together um, to head in the direction that they're yeah. wanting to yeah. go in, really. Yeah. Your help to take that journey. Yeah. 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 And what would you say is sort of the most rewarding part of your role? When people like Mattia achieve the goals, so I'm obviously with them throughout the whole process. Um, and usually to start with, people are often quite nervous. Um, have they done the right thing? Is now the right time? Is it going to work? And especially when you've had a bit of a knock or a bad experience within the dance um, and fitness industry, um, it can be a bit of a, a knock in the confidence. Um, but once we get them going and they start the training, the nerves kind of get pushed to one side and instead of feeling that nervous feeling, it's more excitement and then they become more driven, the confidence grows. Um, and I think just about everyone um, that I've mentored has had a different sort of vision of where they've wanted to go with Ballet Buffet. Um, but when they've sort of completed the training and it, it's not like the end, it's them then taking the first steps towards what sometimes has been a dream for, you know, years and years. Yeah. Um, and when they start, you know, heading off in that direction and, and they're feeling confident and they're happy with where they're going and achieving what they wanted to achieve, it's just, it's it's great, really. Uh, Polly, Polly's just commented, Sarah's saying, you were so helpful when, uh, you know, when uh, Polly was completing a course and she says, you know, she says thank you uh, to you for that. Oh, so, thank you, Polly. That's lovely. Yeah. So just tell me a little bit how, you know, how does the mentoring process work? Okay, so we usually start off with um, a Zoom call. Uh, so we can see each other and, and introduce ourselves, get to know each other. We have a good chat through kind of goals, uh, past experiences where they're wanting to go with everything. I can answer any questions that they've got about the course or the training. Um, and then I'm their mentor really throughout the, the whole time they're training. The training is normally done online. Um, so we have lots of contact through emails, text messages, WhatsApps, yeah. whatever works for each individual, really. Um, we do do live training events as well, but obviously We're with not the current situation, that's not happening. Um, but there's support throughout the whole journey, uh, whether it's online or live. Um, any problems, we can work together um we can arrange other chats and we even after the training the support's still there because we always keep in touch yeah um because yeah. you're part of the Ballaby fit family then and you can't get away from us <laughs> <laughs> okay and as you said obviously at the moment everything really is online but we do do events workshops and hopefully uh we were going to do one at the end of august but uh i'm going to i believe really delay that a little bit longer so we'll keep uh, keep you posted guys as to when we can actually uh do a live event um and feel you know feel confident and comfortable with it so we'll keep you posted on that um and just tell me sarah sort of how you know how many classes you know once an instructor's finished their training kind of what what's a typical kind of number of classes an instructor will do how, how many do they tend to do each week for example okay um it obviously depends because every instructor's different but i'd say probably on average um around three a week usually okay um and there can be different days, different times. So some instructors will do morning sessions uh, kind of straight from the school run, um, which is a nice time for mums and dads that are, like, say, trying to get back into a bit of fitness, a bit of clinging on to the me time once the kids are taken yeah, yeah. care of. 
Um, obviously, evenings, once most people have finished work as well, and weekends, Saturdays, Sundays, sessions are always popular as well. Um, and it's nice because they tend to start those classes once they've you know completed our oh, foundation yeah. training but yeah, we find yeah. then they'll often come back and do all the courses with us that focus maybe more um on classes for children or more mature adults uh people who need a bit of a gent gentler pace because of injury things like that so eventually they kind of build up a really nice um portfolio of classes yeah, yeah. with a nice variety um and really kind of grow their fitness in, in yeah, the fitness yeah. industry really their business yeah okay well what i'd like to say is thank you ever so much uh the both of you for joining me uh it's been absolutely great chatting with you both and what i did want to say uh really is that if you want to really do a class with Matea, uh, please check him out um, and sign up for one of his virtual classes. You can message or contact him at uh, balletology.com and that's uh, balletology and it's two T's. I'm right in saying that, aren't I? Yep, it's with two T's. And I think we've put that link into the chat box so you can just click on that and go straight and sign up for one of uh, Matea's classes. And I'm Obviously, you can message him through Facebook as well. Uh, and if you can also go to our website, which is ballybefit.co.uk, so, and or check out our social media pages for more information. All right, guys. Well, thank you ever so much for joining me um, this evening. And um, obviously, I'll be chatting with you uh, later, Sarah. And I'll, of course, be catching um, up with you, Matea, soon. All right, then. Thank you ever so much. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Okay, so um, it's been lovely, obviously, chatting with uh, Matea and um, Sarah there. So if you have any questions, please, as I say, just pop them in the chat box. If you'd like to know any more info on our training, our courses, or how you can actually deliver classes virtually, please just message us or pop your details in the chat box and we will get back to you. So if you're interested in joining the Ballybefit family and becoming an instructor, please check out our website, ballybefit.co.uk or email info at ballybefit.co.uk or you can message us through Instagram or Facebook. And I'm sure the team um, will have been putting all the uh, links and everything in the chat box. And what I'm also going to do as a thank you for joining me today, I'm also going to give you a free guide on how you can start um, a group exercise class um, and become a Ballybefit instructor. Um, and I'll also be giving advice later on on how you can deliver virtual classes too. So I know that that link will be in the chat box. So you can actually download that uh, report straight from the link that we've put in the chat box. So um, just before we uh, wrap up, each month, I'm going to actually leave you with a practical takeaway that you can implement right now. And today, that takeaway is creating your vision. And you can use this technique to help you achieve your goals and help you pursue your passion. It's a technique that Olympic athletes have been using for decades to improve performance. So what I'm going to ask you to do is create a vision board. And a vision board is a visualization tool which refers to a board of any sort used to build a collage of words and pictures that represent your goals and dreams. Curate pictures and quotes that motivate you to achieve what you want and look at it before you start your day. And this will help you align your tasks with your goals. The inspirational colleges, collages rather, um, serve as your image of the future. It's a tangible example, an idea, a representation of where you are going. And 
by adding visualization and uh, the practice to your daily routine, you will naturally become more motivated to reach your goals. And you'll start to notice you are unexpectedly doing things that move you to your closer ideal life. So that's what I'd really like um, you to take away today is the tool of um, doing a visualization board um, so that you can really align your tasks with your goals. Um, so thank you, Alison. Um, I'm glad that you've really thought that was a really good recap on the technique uh, uh, for, for yourself and other instructors. Thank you. So, okay. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to wrap up. So what I really want to say is thank you for joining me today and a big thanks to Matea and Sarah. It's been for me and I hope you an amazing first episode of Rachel Talks Technique. So don't forget to share this. We will be putting the series onto our YouTube channel, Ballyby Fit, so you can always find this series and go back to it please follow us on social media and we're so happy that you've tuned in. Please join us again on the 30th of July at the same time, 7pm GMT, um, and where I'm going to be delivering um, the next episode, episode two, where I'll be discussing effective ways to deliver your fitness class. So it's a good night from me and BallyBeFit, and thanks again for joining us. We really appreciate it, and we appreciate you. Okay, thank you. Good night. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Rachel Talks Technique. Be sure to visit balletbefit.co.uk to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Join us next time for more tips and techniques. Bye for now.